Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, bars, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I've reached, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shot go with it. Keep it a beast on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in. And we rock a channel, we rock with them for what's deep within Expose those who talk but don't live Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they speak So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir You're now tuned in to The Fix Your source for faith-infused Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. Hey, it's your girl, Dice Gamble in the building, checking in on this winning Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> we right. winning over here. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. We are winning, and we're going to keep uh, winning. Cause we, uh, we The only reason we're winning, though, is because we on God's team. So I don't want y'all to Come think. Now. We say that from an arrogant standpoint. we just telling y'all at the end, we believe we win because, yeah. You know, when it's all said and done, God said, you know, he going to have the final say. So uh, oh, we just so grateful that just to know him, you know, that's all. <laughs> yes, yeah, a blessing. Man, good grief. You talk about knowing God. I'm terrified to think, what if I never knew him? You know what I mean? Man, my life mm-hmm. was in shambles. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Woo. Yes. Woo. Not only I'll in shambles. right now. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I look back and, and I'm so grateful um, and it goes into our spiritual deep, um, forgive me, our real talk conversation today. Mm. When you talk about, um, you know, regrets, real talk today. Come on. We, we're going to wake y'all up today. Yeah. Dice going to take y'all to church. We got a little something to talk about. We're going to talk about regrets today, <laughs> but, I, but I do want to say, um, when, it, when, it, when, it, when I, when I, when I was thinking about this topic and, mm. you know, we were discussing it and, and saying, all right, what points and angles we want to hit it from. The first thing I thought about were, uh, well, I, first, the more, the most current one was, the stellar basketball game let's be very clear i was hesitant to even say you know man, you know should i you know we up in age should we should i enter ourselves to even be on the draft in this you know like oh, you said yeah. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. Even, it, even you brought up the fact that you know you was talking to your doctor you ain't know if you know is it That's cool right. Can I am play? i gonna go out here and twist some i'm gonna hurt some my my, my, my right. biscuits yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> i was i was a little hesitant but i am grateful because I really would have regretted us going down there, watching that game, knowing we possibly could have played in it and mm-hmm. all the fun we had. Like, I really would have, like, I would have been mad at myself. Like, man, you you, uh, you yeah. copped out, man. You copped out. Even if you gave it four or five minutes in there, you gave it something, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was good. I know I know you got a lot of regrets, you know. Yeah, I have, I have a few regrets. I think my, my biggest regret is not going harder at, at times it, it hasn't been 
you know, I'm a risk taker. You know, I, I try anything once. I remember my grandmother used to say, man, like, you're a trisexual. You know, like, I'm going to try anything one time. I might lose at this. I might fail. But you, I'm not going to my grave saying I ain't tried. And and that was when I was in the Lord and when I was not in the <laughs> in the mm-hmm. Lord. But my worst regret is always not giving my all. You know, because like, like you're saying, like, yeah, I would have beat myself up if we wouldn't have tried to be in that game because we smashed it, you know. So it's like just not not knowing like, man, I could have went a little bit harder and probably could have, you know, dunked on a few people. But it's it's just my biggest regret is not trying harder because you're, you know, the enemy, he's, he's typically always coming for you saying, you know, you're not good enough at a thing, you know, or you're not going to accomplish a thing. So, you you know, some, and sometimes your people, your people will do that to you, too. You tell people your dreams and they tell you, I don't know. And it's like, man, sometimes you listen to the wrong people. Sometimes I have regretted listening to people who weren't full of faith. That, that's one of my big, biggest regrets in life. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. And, and, mm-hmm. and just to, just to put the icing on the cake, because we're still on our <laughs> fitness journey. No, no, we're still on our fitness journey. Oh, yeah. so it's, therapeutic. it's therapeutic for me to talk about it. I know it is for you as mm-hmm. well. When we talk about the, the stellar game really got us in a mindset that, listen, we need to eat better. And, mm-hmm. and do things a little bit better. And it's no shade to the fried food. I, y- y'all know me. I bring up fried chicken all the time. And uh, I know this one particular time, let's be very clear. I was riding past Chick-fil-A Dice. Uh, and it was mm-hmm. about three weeks before the game. And mm. let me tell you something. It took everything in my spirit, everything in my spirit, to not stop and get two of them chicken sandwiches with a strawberry shake. I usually get the double. I get two of the, I get two chicken sandwiches, uh, the clubs, the spicy clubs. I get the grill. I, I, look, I fake myself out like it's still good, but I, I get the grill <laughs> and uh, get that strawberry shake. But I, I resisted. And, and when I tell you, I would have regretted it because that probably would have been a few more pounds. And shouts out to Chick-fil-A. We love you. The food is amazing. We, we definitely would love to uh, do some work with you uh, in the future. But at that particular time, I needed to discipline myself and not go to Chick-fil-A because I understood that I needed to lose weight. I needed to get my body in shape so that I could run it down that court. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was one thing. I would have regretted that if I would have pulled up at that time mm-hmm. and uh, got to them two chicken sandwiches and that strawberry shake i definitely would have regretted it but uh let's be very clear i didn't pull it up uh afterwards. Enjoy that. I yeah yeah i, I, I i've enjoyed a, 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 a grilled spicy uh classic dub deluxe uh since then shout out to chick-fil-a we definitely uh appreciate y'all if y'all want to reach out to us uh we are here for you because your chicken sandwiches are amazing <laughs> let's get into this show though once again you're tuning into the fix and of course our mission is to expose the culture deposit but relevant music that keeps jesus christ at the center of the message and uh yes we already talked about our uh real talk topic today we're gonna talk about regrets but let's talk about this spiritual detox um, when I tell you, uh, I'm going to get one of Dice family members on the line today. It's Go going ahead. to be amazing. Go ahead and talk about it, Dice. Some of your, your superstar, your superstar family, man, friends that uh, I get a yeah. chance to talk with. It's so, it's so funny, focus, because I love how you're like, uh, do you know such and such? And I'm, but here's the thing. Atlanta has blessed me. Shout out to all things Atlanta. You know how they say all roads lead to Atlanta now. Everybody want to leave where they at New York, California, Jersey. It's all good. I understand. I grew up. And nothing but talent, nothing but talent, gift, and skill, and that is Atlanta, Georgia. So, uh, yeah, our uh, sister, Shantae Khan, I always call her Shantae Khan because she reminds me of Shaka Khan. Right. Um, just a phenomenal singer. And, and here's the thing. I'll be real with you, focused, and uh, I'm going to try to keep it short. 
she does what somebody nobody else does she brought um inflection and skill set concerning the piano and keys and hitting notes to the gospel side of the world nobody does what she does she's like the uh, Sade uh, whoever you want to name it but her runs bro she's like so I think she can like sing in five octaves no joke no joke but everybody from uh Ant to Jiren to Chris Moten everybody Christopher Lewis Leon Timbo like to get to see her sing Darlene McCoy with these people in front of these people behind these people collab with them it was insane because she has her own thing she didn't take it from anybody you will hear every note on that keyboard if you go hear her sing. That's just what she does. Her runs are smooth, and she just sounds like a butterfly. Fantastic. But a beautiful sister, too. Like, really, really sweet. Loves the Lord and is just precious. And she's beautiful. So it's like, man, you I don't know. These are If you ever meet her, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about, man. You, you'll just be like, man, where has she been? <laughs> where has she been? But the crazy part is she's been doing this for a long time, and she's been that crossover artist so she's been in different sets she hasn't just been in a church she hasn't just been at a, a convention it's like she can go to a jazz club she's been in all these different arenas so um the world has embraced her man i'm just happy to see her um just being blessed and and god has really elevated her so shout out to you shante yeah definitely we yeah. we excited we excited for that one so definitely keep it locked for that Crazy. let's get this music right now wake up wake up uh right now let's get it yeah come on mm. new, new indie tribe out right now oh, get this spirit keep it locked you tuned into the fix <laughs> and the fix is in Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of fake infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. And listen, it's time for our spiritual detox. And when I tell you, y'all in for a treat today, um, I, I'm praying this uh, soulful voice uh, blesses y'all today with one of these covers of Singer, a little something, because I was, I, I'm be honest with you, I was blown away. I was on her social media page uh, preparing for this, and I'm like, wow, she's really just like blessing us with just being able to show the different variety and the ranges. Uh, so I want to salute her for, you know, doing everything she does in her space. So listen, Without further ado, help me welcome in the super talented Shantae Kane. How you doing? Hi, I am well. How are you today? G- good, good. I-, I appreciate you coming through, rocking with us. Listen, um, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Already. Absolutely. So first, you know, share a little bit of your faith story with the people. Mm-hmm. Maybe how you develop your personal relationship with Christ before we talk about all the dope music you Ooh, do. Okay, we're going to get straight to it. My Lord, today, I don't even know where to start. I feel like I was kind of born into... Um, so let's just start with my dad is a pastor in the United Methodist Church. So I grew up always kind of going to church, going to Sunday school. Um, and then when we moved to Atlanta, um, uh, my dad started teaching full time. And so I kind of started going to this youth group that my friends from school were going to. And it was this crazy dude. And everybody was like, oh, my God, you got to come to this youth group. He, this dude is crazy. He's doing stuff that nobody's ever, ever done and talking about things that nobody's not really like talking about. So I ended up sneaking out uh, <laughs> and going to this youth group with my friends. And it ended up being one of the most life changing. This is about like. 10th grade so mm-hmm. it ended up being a a life-changing moment for me um because not only did I kind of uh just start following God like on my own ish as on my own as I could be back then um but it just kind of transformed me and opened up 
um, my creativity as an artist, as a music lover, as somebody who loved to sing and loved music but was super shy. I did not want to sing in front of anybody. I would literally like go run in people's closets and stay there until like they left in order for me to like be free or be comfortable. Super, super anxiety, you know, uh, ridden back then. And so being a part of this uh, church honestly really just changed my life it, it kind of helped me to create my sound it helped me to be comfortable in who um I was and I didn't even I had no clue who I was supposed to be even back then but I just knew that people were being touched with with me just being my genuine self and expressing myself um in the church uh and so I was just like okay I keep getting these people saying these things were moved by your singing and you know you're, you have an anointing on your life and so I'm just like okay what does all this mean it, to me I, I started to kind of unlock the the mystery of more of my purpose rather than like the talent or the the hobby of music so <laughs> that's kind of where it first started <laughs> uh, thanks for sharing that yeah. I, I definitely would like to hear I could talk forever about that so you have to reel me in and, and, and keep me on task no no speak it, what, you they, got a little bit more it, come it, on speak no no, no I'm, 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 I'm gonna wait till you ask a more direct question okay so one I, I definitely growing <laughs> up as a PK yes. is there one misconception that you could debunk that like you could say <sighs> nah that ain't y'all be talking that but that ain't it mm. or is it or is it all real I mean a lot of it is true <laughs> A lot of it is true. I'm not even going I'm not even going to hold you. Like the struggle between being in a family where um you have to kind of you're experiencing what it looks like. You know what a healthy work-life balance looks like for mm-hmm. the parents and the children and you know what an unhealthy work-life balance looks like. Mean meaning the energy that is required to to love properly and love uh, and give attention proper, properly and care for children properly. It's it's a lot in the midst of having responsibility as a pastor, as a preacher, as anybody in ministry in the church. So there's always that dynamic um, that is just yeah, it's it's something. And if and if it's not uh, addressed or like. Um, intentionally looked at. Um, there's a lot of a lot of ways that you might feel. Um, what do I want to say? Maybe slighted or misunderstood or just like you know. Yeah, yeah. That's. I'm just gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there. Do you feel like at times you were kind of like robbed of of uh, not really having your dad at home because he was a pastor and he had to yes. be everything for everybody? Absolutely. Speak to that. Yeah. So, and there was there were other things that kind of made me feel like that also. It was more there was more in the family dynamic like my brother, you know, he had some issues um growing up and so a lot of attention was like, how do we fix the most important thing? How do we go to the to the emergency right now? And so, because I was the oldest, I was kind of like the second mom to my brother. In in um, tandem with, you know, the fact that my dad had responsibilities with the church. And so, it was like somebody was going to get left out at some point or another. You know, whether it was me, whether it was other people in my family, whether, you know, I'm sure there's other relationships that I, that he could probably um, speak to. Um so, yeah, I definitely, I definitely felt like okay, 
man, there's a lot of energy going to these certain things. Um, and I kind of just feel like I, I was figuring it out on my own. Like mm. I was, I, I learned how to be very emotionally dependent, or at least I thought I was learning how to be emotionally dependent. I probably was just like suppressing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I learned how, how to <laughs> make, I learned how to mock independence or uh, self-sufficiency, sufficiency, sufficiency mm-hmm. yeah, sufficientness, mm-hmm. that thing. I learned how to, uh, how to display the the facade of that maybe rather than the the truth of it so i'm glad you said that i love yes. that you said the facade because i do <laughs> mm-hmm. think we all wear these masks at church and and like you say Absolutely. so speak a little bit to mental health a little bit because mm. did you as you became an adult did you feel like you had to go back and address some traumas or some issues that you were dealing with yes. and did you seek therapy or was it just more spiritual counsel so i i i did seek therapy at um a point in my life and i'm so glad i did because it happened to be it happened to be for one reason right one reason so i'm thinking but when i went there was so much that was uncovered there was so much that i was freed from just in these few sessions um with my therapist and i'm so it's one of the best things that i could have ever done because this one thing that I was trying to address or that I was trying to, you know, get counsel for, or I was trying to, you know, work through, ended up unleashing a whole lifetime of things that I needed to address in that moment. And so I'm so glad I did it. I was able to kind of speak to those hurt moments from my childhood, whether it be from my mom or my dad or my brother or, you know, any any area like I was able to to kind of. Uh, just be real with that be honest be genuine like say how i really felt in the moment back then and say how i feel now mm-hmm. and just realize the growth that has kind of happened between that point and, and, and this point so i even had to talk to myself as if i was god mm. so that was a crazy exercise i was like <laughs> i mean i was rolling around on the ground like i was ball i was a mess when like when when she made me do that i was like whoa that was insane. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. So that was that was a blessing. Well, salute to you for getting the help you need. I think uh, a lot of times you. in our community, we don't get the help we need. Mm-hmm. So that's real. So I, I do want to ask, you know, we all deal with a form of church hurt to some yes. level. If you could change something about church culture, mm-hmm. what would you change? <laughs> um, Honestly, I want to get rid of... Um, I want to get rid of pastors and leaders being unapproachable. I want to get rid of the the stigma that there's this, you know, just because you're in leadership, just because you're the pastor, just because you're the, the, you know, the leader of the house um, does not mean people should feel like. You know They can't approach you Yeah You Mm. don't want people To be walking on X X You're talking about Superstars huh Superstars You know Yeah You you go in there It's very very, (laughs) It's very damaging And and, and to me It's almost like This um, Like This subtle manipulation That kind of takes place Because there are people That are That are Like you know Continuing This behavior And it's just Kind of unhealthy For um, for the body because if they feel like they have to walk on eggshells just to portray themselves a certain way how how can they get the help they need they may need you 
they may may need to see you as a counselor. They may they may need to see you as a friend. They may need to see you as a peer. And that's no taking any any respect from the title and from the calling because I get that. That's I understand that. And you know, I'm we are all called. Um, but yeah, I just want to kind of erase those the lines of like we're so far separated from the leadership that you feel like you're just you know because you're part of the laity you know you you don't feel as important or you don't feel you know yeah no i'm with you on that and and, uh shouts out to my pastor uh Mm. shouts out to uh dr uh re vernon here uh in the city um the word church that was the reason i joined the church Uh, Mm. it was the first mega church that i had attended where i could actually after the sermon was done Mm. he actually stood in line and would see every single person whether it's 200 people whether it's 20 people and that that sold it for me Mm because i had never seen it at mega churches to your point because it's like i get it you have the elders Mm -hmm. you have the diggers you have the ministers bless their life Mm -hmm. i didn't come for them i'm just being honest Mm -hmm. because i don't know them yet i know what you preach from the word i feel like you you preach the word into me Mm -hmm. i need some questions I need to ask a couple questions off of that. So yep. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Listen, yeah. DJ Focus, we got to go to a quick break. Don't touch that dial. We coming right back with more from Shantae Can. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. DJ Focus. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Listen, we still having a great conversation with the super talented Shantae Can. So come on, talk about this music. First, <laughs> talk about your musical inspirations. Like, mm. who inspired you to even do this on the level you do it at now? Great questions. I'm ready. Okay. So, I would say growing up, um, I was very much influenced by people like Bobby McFerrin, um, people, I mean, groups like Take Six. I can remember like locking myself in a room and just like listening to all the harmonies of Take Six and being like, man, there's more than just three part harmonies. It blew my mind. So my mom is actually a music teacher and she taught music at the school that I went to. Okay. And so my dad is also a music connoisseur. So kind of they kind of came together and made this super power energy of just like music obsessed and driven um and i was just like wow this is insane and so i listened to those people a lot i listened to um i listened to a lot of gospel music growing up like don't get me wrong um but it wasn't like i wasn't i wasn't raised in a household where i couldn't listen to other things so i'm thankful for that so i didn't have to like sneak but you know um I'm a fan of Kiera. I'm a fan of Ty. I'm a fan of, mm-hmm. ooh, Israel Houghton is another one who I could listen to forever and ever and ever. Um, on a vocal level, I think I'm inspired by Layla Hathaway, um, Shaka Khan, of course, Erica and um, Jill, you know, give me kind of that Neo Soul mm-hmm. uh, take on things. Mm-hmm. And I, I listen to a lot of old school soul music, man. Shaka, Stevie, obviously Stevie. Um, Michael, Michael Franks, okay. for those. Yeah, who knows? You know, you know, for those who know. If you uh-huh. know, you know. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay right there. So when I, when I first heard your music, <laughs> I, I felt like, and you brought up Jill Scott. I remember when Jill Scott was doing uh, the selections with uh, Hidden Beach. I don't know if you oh, remember yeah. Hidden yeah, Beach. Oh, yeah, 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 when she first came out. Yeah, when she first came out. And I was mm-hmm. like, you would 
fit perfect yeah. with that sound. So I, I definitely uh, appreciate you shouting that out. So Absolutely. for those who may not have never heard of your music and heard of you, yes. how would you best describe your musical sound? <sighs> okay, because it's evolving every day. Um, but if I had to put some words around it, um, I would just, I would say it's a, mm, I like to use the term neo-jazz. Yes. So to me, it's like jazz, but kind of just in a, in a new way, in a, mm-hmm. in a very new, I'm very improvisational you in are. my music. I mean, I can't help, like I had to, I had to like tweak the improvisation because if it was up to me back then, I would just do all improvisations. Mm-hmm. And I've done shows where I've done like 60 minutes of just improv. So I'm trying to be more intentional about that and let that be more special, but still having the awareness and still having the, you know, the vocabulary like in my brain. Um, like I can go at any given min- minute, any given moment. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how I would describe it. Now. No, that's good. And I'm, I'm glad that you do the music that you do. Mm-hmm. How would you... So for somebody looking on the outside, looking in, didn't, never knew that you grew up as PK, doesn't know your faith roots. Yes. How would you best describe like you building relationships? Because you are probably doing shows mm-hmm. that are not like gospel centered. You're a part of like R&B shows mm-hmm. and this. So how does your faith come yes. alive in the midst of doing shows with artists, probably, you know, top tier artists that you do it with? So I will say this and I'm going to bring up this point just to kind of help me and give like a timeline. Um, So before I started doing my own artistry, um, I got the amazing opportunity to sing background for India Irie. And I was there for... Drop the mic moment, ladies and gentlemen. I mean... I love how she's so humbled by how she said it. But this is kind of where I got my start, for real, for real. And like, this is kind of when I first started going into the secular arenas. And I was just kind of noticing, like, you know, obviously, you know the difference. You know, the the temp is different. The atmosphere is different. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But because my faith was such a solid foundation already back then, Mm -hmm. um, I think it just kind of seeped through what I did. So whatever I was singing. And now, granted, I... I chose to sing music that was still uplifting. I didn't really, I don't see myself singing anything that was like against my core beliefs or, um, or anything like that. So it was still uplifting and it was still inspiring and it was still empowering. And I learned so much from being in that, in, in that like business wise, what I want to do with my career when I get there. And so it's just, it was such a, an amazing experience and I, and I would not trade it for the world because it, brought me to where I am today and I got a shout out to Amitria Doc because she is my sister and she kind of took me under her wing especially when I was very scared and very insecure and very like oh my god creativity what am I doing I don't know so got a shout out to Mimi Doc who was the reason why I was even on the India gig and she that's my sis like we sung side by side for many 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 years and so um yeah i just got a shout out to her and of course india like we were we were almost like the three musketeers it was like our powers combined like created something really really special and in yeah i can't even describe anything else else like it so um yeah so when i'm going into those circles i've heard people say like oh like all the time like it doesn't matter where you go doesn't matter what you what you're singing literally God is shining through your heart and he's pouring through, through what you're doing. So it doesn't really matter because the foundation is already there. So 
that's kind of been my, been my thing. How do you balance it all? I mean, because I, I feel like you, you juggle a lot. You do a lot. How do you mm. keep it balanced? You know, family, you know, work. Yeah. Um, mm. is, is there a Mr. Right? Are you married? Mm. Do, do I need I, to, you know, <laughs> is there a situation we need to talk about? Ain't no situation. <laughs> Ain't no situation. There's no situation. Okay. okay. So for my single men out there, what, what, mm. what do they need to uh, know to uh, maybe oh, uh, come and approach you? And you know what? I'm going to keep this blanket because while this may be for me this may be for whoever is supposed to be for um honestly i just think guys who are um just genuine you know like Mm. just don't be a weirdo you know what i'm saying please don't be a weirdo yeah nobody likes a weirdo read read the room read the energy Mm -hmm. be respectful Mm -hmm. there's always a way And, and i'm not saying that somebody who starts out as a fan can't into a relationship that is somewhere down the line but it has to be in in order and it has to be you know what i'm saying like it has to be a a a dual thing like it has to be a reciprocity there so just you know be respectful be real be genuine don't 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 be faking man because and don't do this manipulation like trying to be what you think i want Mm -hmm. or trying to i don't know you think do you, do you think men are intim- do you think uh, men are intimidated by you because you, you you know you got a nice little buzz and you do your thing so like do you think some are intimidated to even approach you maybe yeah I think the ones who yes I think the the, the really really rare rare um, guys who um, yeah I think maybe sometimes they might be intimidated but I mean hey. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like, like if there's a a, a way a conversation can can start organically, um, that's always amazing. Um, common interests are cool, but even 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 that like surface level can get kind of like okay, Boy. who's really for me? Who's really <laughs> against me? Mm-hmm. We'll never know till yeah. You just have to have that conversation. All right. What's next for you? What's next for me? Yes. Period. As an artist. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. What you got dope? You writing a book? You in a movie? What? Come on, talk about it. Well, I'm glad that you said. It. I actually am um, in the process of bringing a book to life. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later. But okay. the first. No, wait, wait, wait. You ain't gonna tiptoe on here and not give me the exclusive. What you mean a little later? When, I mean, when is a little later? It, the time is I'm, now. Oh <laughs> yes, you're you're absolutely right about that. The time is now. I'm only saying that because. I'm li- I've literally just been kind of talking about it and I know that this is what God wants me to do for sure. Like I'm it's one it's one of those like I should have been done, okay. you know, some years ago. So a book is coming and whether it's like a a, a story about my life, I know one thing I want to speak to kind of women and like um self-image and mm. you know things like that. So I'm having I'm trying to figure out like how I want to bring all the things together. But yeah, one is going to be more so the overall like life story and testimony, and the other one is going to be more so geared towards uh, women. Imagine. Yeah. So yeah. I got to ask you before you get out of here, then, because unfortunately we know that mm-hmm. a lot of the mainstream music, uh, when we see the ladies, unfortunately majority of it it's over sexualized. Mm-hmm. And what's your take? I know I'm pretty sure when you, you're in these arenas or maybe women DM you, yeah. did mm-hmm. you have conversations about that? I mean, when you talk about imaging and people, you know, women <sighs> treating themselves and understanding how they dress and how they present themselves yeah. mean something or no? Um. Honestly, the only time I'm really conversing about these things is kind of when I'm just come kind of observing, like observing the industry, observing what's out there, observing 
everybody with you know just kind of being free and just you know and i and i and i get that and i'm this is no no shade or disrespect to anybody um because we all have our our have our journey and we're all coming from somewhere because just yesterday we might have been just there you know what i'm saying but i think the more you know who you are as an individual like the the more you ground the more grounded you are in your faith um and just as an individual in your purpose in what you are trying to portray like i think the more you just you're just more aware of your choices and aware of how those choices can affect you so it might be you need to change your attire to like what are you saying with 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 that message you know what what are you um yeah what are you portraying what what from culture um are you uh kind of letting letting the culture write the narrative like you know to me i i feel um that it's it's a uh, very fulfilling to uh have this set apartness to you especially if you are representing the kingdom um but just in general you know like i don't want to look back and regret something that i've put out there just because yeah for whatever reason, I'm trying wanna, to go viral. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, it's, I got just, it. it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. Listen, Shantae, I appreciate <laughs> you coming through, rocking with us. Tell the people how they connect with you, following you on all your social media platforms. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. There's new music coming soon. Okay, so. Before the book is coming, um, my album will be out before the end of the year. Okay. And I'm also working out on a documentary, which will be released next year sometime. Okay. Yeah, um, it's called The Beauty. Nope. It's called Beautiful Brave. <laughs> and yes, if you guys out there want to follow me on the platforms, um, anywhere you listen to music, that's where I am. But for those who are on Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, you can follow me at Shantae Can. That is C-H-A-N-T-A-E-C-A-N-N. And the website is also ShantaeCan.com. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio, healing, hope, and how to lose. Yep, welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and it's time to get real in these streets today, Dice. And um, we got one for him today, don't we? We got one for him today. I know uh, a lot of people deal with this, and it's tough to face it, but I think um, when you finally face it, it's, it, I think people have a fear of this. Like, seriously, like, uh, just a fear of not understanding or being able to adapt and, and having what we're talking about today. So real talk conversation today. We're going to talk about regrets. What, 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 what you were supposed to get done? What you, what, what you were supposed to do? But, but you know, you didn't do it because, you know, whatever. I think a lot of it is fear. You brought this up in a conversation before on how people are fearful to even do things. And then 10 years later, they talk about, dang, I wish I would have did this five years ago. Dang, I wish I would have did this two years ago. Like you say, regretting that they didn't do what they needed to do. But I would argue, I think a lot of it, when you talk about regrets, it starts Mm -hmm. with fear. What you think? I think it starts with not trusting God. And uh, I don't regret nothing. I don't regret nothing. It's so funny because my husband one day... (laughs) Yeah, bless his soul, because I have taken him trust in the Lord. I can't get past that. I will trust 
What? In the Lord. I didn't understand okay, it at first. I, but I will. Go ahead. Go and get into in it. In the Lord. Until when, folks? Until I die. Okay. Until <laughs> I die. Yeah, they used to go in on that. Um, it's, You don't trust God. If you wallow in regret, you don't trust God. Like, we, we don't even have to make... This ain't complicated. You know, I'm number one... Here she goes. She, wait, wait, wait. Nice. Stop, stop saying easy. that. It is. It's it complicated. is complicated. Just say no. KB. You say it's easy, no. huh? It's easy. <laughs> so easy. Bible's very clear. I will make your what? Your your yoke easy and your burden light. Mm-hmm. But if you don't trust God, everything's hard. Everything's... If you don't believe God, everything's hard. Like... I just don't care. Why? Because I don't care. No, because I trust God. That's why I'm like, I literally don't understand this idea of self-punishment. And that's what regret is. I want to whip myself every time I bring up the audio and video in my head. I want to beat me. I want to punch me. I want to try. You are Okay, here's the thing. So your brain cannot distinguish between you having a memory and you walking in consciousness. What do you mean, Dice? How is that? You and I both know, folks, you can have some dreams that are very, very vivid. You can have dreams that actually cause your body to respond in a certain way. You know, like your brain cannot distinguish between a thought that you're having now versus the thought you had 30 years ago. So it's important that we do not walk into regret because regret brings back all these rushes of feelings of letting people down or hurt or disappointment or unforgiveness and so we are to walk in the truth and the truth is we have been forgiven of everything period we have we got to walk in the truth of i will make all things new we got to walk in the truth of like you just said i will trust in the lord you know what i'm saying that and here's the thing you holding on to regret is a is a prideful experience and I've, i'm not gonna keep on rambling because you know i can go on and on about pride you good you want it you want it to be all about you yeah i know people right now 20, 30 years, they regret how something happened, but they yet hold on to it. Why? Because there's a sense of pride that was wrapped up in an idea of how it should have went and it didn't go that way. It could have been a marriage. It could have been a business idea. It could have been a a relationship. It could have been a a relationship with a child. It could have been a relationship at a job. It could have been a career high. Oh God, I really regret that I did that and I live under that every day. Why? When the Bible says we've been made endure for a night and joy comes in the morning. So you should have only had one night of regret. And if you continue to carry your regret, you're making a choice. And the Bible is very clear about sin and worry. And so worry and regret are cousins. And it's like, if I'm always worried about how people are feeling or thinking about me, that's a problem. I can't move Mm. forward. So it's like you, God cannot use you in regret, like not fully because that's not how God works. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not allowing God to wash the situation. So that's why I'm like, nah, if if you're walking in regret or you feel regret or his thing, make a mistake and let it go. I made a mistake. I was ignorant. I had no clue. I gave it to God. I asked the Lord for forgiveness. I'm asking you. That's why the Bible says what? When you make a mistake, you go to the person you screwed over and you say, hey, can you please forgive me? If that person don't forgive you, what you going to do? I'm going to the house of the Lord. I'm making an offering. I'm taking people with me. I'm going to build this thing up so that you know I really, truly mean, mean I'm sorry. And I'm repentive. I'm, I've changed. I've walked away. And, and, that's, that, and you keep it moving. And if they still talk about you on the internet, so what? 
Mm. It don't matter if you went out there and you cheated on them. I made a mistake. I was walking in pride. I thought I could have everything, you and them. I had no idea how wrong that was. The Lord showed me. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm new. Are we friends or no? Okay. Well, whatever. I don't regret it. I'm walking away. Like I needed, I needed that moment. I needed to learn how screwed up I was by hurting you because seeing the hurt on your face, let me know I had a problem. It's not fair that I got you wrapped up in that, but I can't stay stuck in that. I got to keep moving. So it's like, nah, we're not walking in regret. And some people have a hard time getting past this. But here's the thing. People will suck you in once you do something wrong and they'll try to make you live in a place of regret and shame. Oh, you know, when you had said you had, you was going to, guess what? I said it. I was wrong. I was high. I was drunk. Forgive me. I'm delivered. I'm a new person. Still ain't going to come back and buy you that car. I said, huh? I'm not about to stay here (laughs) stuck in regret. I got things to do. I made a mistake. You caught me at the wrong times. I misspoke. So what? I'm human. I'm not God. I'm not perfect. And so there's a prideful thing when you stand in regret. It's all pride because you think you are almighty and perfect. And so that's why I say you don't trust God. I know that was a long drawn out answer as far as no, no. what do you understand regret to be. I don't have to understand it. I know what regret is. And regret is me not trusting God. Listen, no, no, that was good stuff. And I will just put some Bible on it because I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Romans oh, 8. You want, go, uh, ahead, go ahead. Romans 8, yeah, Romans 8. Romans 8 and 28. <laughs> everybody know it. And we know mm. that all things... Who, uh, we know that all forgive me and we know that for those who love God all things work together for the good and for those mm-hmm. who are called according to his purpose Ooh. so when you when, when you know that mm-hmm. you, it, it helps you to understand that you don't have time to have uh-huh. regrets uh-huh. all things worked for the for the good yeah it, it <clears> might have <throat> been a season where God was showing you something I think that's where we need to shift to because you're right mm-hmm. I think people are trying to just stay sunk in that sunken place to where, oh, I, I, I feel like yeah, I should have got this done. Okay, I'm going to be a victim. Get, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a victim. Absolutely. I'm be a victim. No, don't be a victim. Get up and do something. Mm. L- acknowledge what you learned at that particular mm. point in your life. And then mm. how can you apply it to where you are now in, in modern time? What, 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 what can you do now? <clears throat> okay, this happened to you. I get it. Absolutely. Mm. Feel the way you feel. But get up from mm-hmm. that. And what can we do now to either change that outcome that happened or mm-hmm. to do something that God has called you to now? So, yes, get up and, and, and be responsive to not mm-hmm. staying stuck in regrets. I think that's the key. And it helped me, too, as well, because I, mm-hmm. I told you I, I had a lot of regrets and I used to yeah. always feel like, oh, my goodness, it's too it's mm-hmm. over for me. Once again, mm-hmm. like I say, I was in my mid 30s starting a, a new career in radio. <laughs> No, seriously, I've I, I just been honest. Like, when, when you get to a certain age, you be like, oh, well, that, you know, that season in my life, I can't do that no more. Listen, we just played in a celebrity basketball game, and and, and the Lord knows yeah. how old me and Dice are. We we right there at that, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. right there at, you know, a couple years right there at that, you know what I'm saying? And we like, you know, we're going to go out here, and we're going to do the best we can, and the mm. God be the glory, we ready mm. for next year because we're going to be even in even better shape. Why? Mm. Because I don't want to have no regrets. Absolutely. I'm not in nowhere near the same shape I was when I was in high school and college mm. when I could dunk and jump out the gym and all that stuff. But I am in good enough shape to go out and play in a game that just with my peers 
who are mm-hmm. just barely just you know i ain't gonna say barely but exercising at the same mm-hmm. level and just playing ball at the same level that we are planning on when they <clears> can <throat> because we have busy lives mm-hmm. now because we're grown we're 20 plus yeah. years removed from playing sports at a high level let's be very That's clear true. so come on now so why would i want to have a regret and say oh man 10 years from now i should have played in that game that would have been a memory that I, you know, I I would want to have, you know, I, when I look back over what we did in radio and bye 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 bye, I can I can mark that off the list. Like, yeah, dang, you remember Dice? We did that mm-hmm. ten years ago. You remember we played in that game? Remember, you know, mm-hmm. remember we hosted this event? Remember we, yeah. you know, we threw this, we threw this. You know what I'm saying? Why, why had that regret? Why not just do it? <laughs> oh my goodness, we talking about regrets? No, Come on, we talking about regrets today? Come yeah. on, tap somebody in. Mm. Uh, we got to go to a break. We coming back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. We're talking about regrets today. Mm. And, and Dice, I wanted to talk about, you know, I, I would argue, like I say, some of my earlier experiences with regret was because of my foolish, uh, you know, thinking, mm. me That's being you. caught up in my sinful nature. You know, I was a fool. Uh, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people don't want to get real. I was a fool. I was a, a lot of pride and arrogance thought I was wise, but I wasn't. I was a fool. And mm. I thank God for the grace that he had on me because it's only the grace of God that I didn't get a penitentiary number, um, that I never went to prison. Um, I've only sat in a police car once in my life and, um, to God be the glory. Like I say, it wasn't because I was uh, smarter than anybody. Uh, yeah, I, no, it wasn't none of that. I really believe it's because of the grace of God, because he had a call and a purpose on my life that he spared me to not be, uh, you know, like I say, the, the foolishness that I was doing when I was running the streets and, um, doing stuff I had no business doing. I would argue, like I say, it had me caught in a web. You're talking about, be honest with you, almost nine, ten years of me doing stuff I had no business doing. Um, I, I should have probably, you know, looked at and had that same grit and hustle to go do something else on a, on a, on a uh, CEO business or open up my own company or be an entrepreneur doing legal stuff <laughs> uh, uh, on a high level, but I didn't use that. I just, I just, uh, you know, like everybody else, unfortunately it's the same uh, rat race. We, uh, we, we, we base it on our community where we live in our, and, and say, this is, this must be the way because the white man holding me back or such and such is holding me back. Seriously. That was big in my neighborhood. So yeah, I, I bought into it. I bought into dabbling and dabbling in the streets way longer than I should have. And like I say, I, I, I argue that it was my sinful nature, my sinful habits that really had me regret wasting yeah. that time. Because like I say, I was not a theologian. I grew up in church. I knew enough to know that I shouldn't have been doing some of the stuff I was doing, That's even good. without the pastor or my mom, my dad telling me, no, at some point I'm a, I'm a responsible adult and I have mm. to hold myself accountable to know that if I continue to do this, I, I, I mess around and get, you know, get myself into something that yes, it's going to either cost a lot of money to get out of, or I'm going to have to go away for some time before I can get out of it. <laughs> well, no, you are, um, I'm glad you brought up sin and regret because, um, you know, uh, if, if you're a true friend of mine, you already know uh, cocaine was my thing. And so I had been to the hospital for a, a number of like headaches and things like that. And 
being in Georgia, you just had access to drugs. And if you're a drug dealer, you know, you got to cut Coke. I didn't cut Coke. I liked it uncut. And so very, very dangerous. Um, not that I'm trying to teach y'all some drug lessons today, but the point is I finally got back a brain scan one day and uh, the doctor was showing me it was like uh, this certain percentage of a low at new or whatever. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, uh, it's a hole in your brain. <laughs> so, yeah. And us just trying to figure out what that was. And then finally me saying, Oh yeah. So you just been out here. You just, you just doing lines of, you just trying to just hit it, hit it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, regret, much regret. Cause as you and I both know, that is not a full healing. I mean, God wants, if he wants to do a miracle, he can do that, but that's something that, you know, it ain't like you cut, cut yourself on your uh, finger and it's going to heal up like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally you are damaging brain cells to the point where after sniffing so much, going up the same direction at the same time, like the spot you are hitting is eating through the tissue uh, that you actually need, turns out. So yeah, regret is it. Regret and sin, like those things go hand in hand. And trust me, I had to really forgive myself. I had to ask God for forgiveness, but I had to really ask for forgiveness in the spirit of, I just didn't know. I mean, because I, honestly, I clearly didn't know, like, you know, um, what the, like the damage that I was causing. I knew that I was walking in sin, but I didn't know the damage I was causing my actual body, which is God's body. And once you realize this body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, you know what I'm saying? Like you should be caring for this body very, very differently. And it's God's body. It's not your body. We had that talk before. So it was like my regret was that I did that to God's design you know what i'm saying it's almost like god creates this wonderful masterpiece and then you go and just airbrush on, on the front of it you know what i mean <clears throat> and so yeah i had regretted that for a while um until i really brought it to the cross and i said man god i just didn't know and the lord was like yeah you're forgiven now go and walk in your freedom daughter you know what i'm saying please go walk in your freedom i still gave you your right mind you still have all of your cognitive functions with your arms and your legs people don't just walk away from doing mind damage you know what i'm saying like some people would be you know really physically messed up to where they're unable to like maybe even see you know for how much you was out here cutting up so by the grace of god i just wanted to share that to um you know to add on to your story like yeah you know you out here walking in full-blown sin knowing better can really cause you later on to have some regrets you don't you didn't even think you would have you know and just because you can't see that you're doing damage don't mean that you ain't doing no damage um you know when you're walking in your sin but anyway. listen, no, no, that's good. Let's put some Bible on it. Second um, <laughs> Corinthians seven and ten says, "For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, mm -hmm. whereas worldly grief produces death." Mm. So you can stay stuck in that stand if you want. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna tell you what the words say, so you can take from it what you took from it. But that's what I took from it. Tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really tough. tough. You you, yeah. you have to be able to fight sin. Yeah, um, a pastor said something was really provoking to me one day. He's like, "Do you have any? Um, do you have any reoccurring sin that you know you need to stop in your life at this present oh, time?" No, he did. I was like, "Yeah, he did." I was like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> He's like, "Well, what you waiting on?" Well, what? Because you <laughs> no, no, no. He, he did. He said, even, so "Even if you struggle with it, you have to be struggling with it." But mm. if you're acknowledging and telling me that you do have a sin. That's mm. reoccurring that you are not working on. That's not a struggle. That's you just sinning. There's a mm. difference. 
So he broke that down to me, and he was like, okay, let's take the steps we need to get you to the place to where you try your best to come out of that sin all the way fully. And mm-hmm. until then, I, that, that's why that's when I started taking uh, accountability and self awareness to a whole nother level because I'm like, all right, boom, let me let me let me operate my prayer language once again mm-hmm. going back to prayer to make sure I'm hearing from God. And I started asking God, God, please mm-hmm. convict me when I'm doing something yeah. out of character. When yeah. I'm doing something, I you know mm-hmm. I ain't supposed to be doing. Show mm-hmm. me I ain't supposed to be doing. And when I tell y'all, be careful what y'all pray for because I promise you, everywhere I went. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was somebody speaking something to me in, in a Walmart line that I have no idea who they are, where they've been at, how they know me or don't know me, and, and giving me a revelation. Uh, reading something. I, I started watching TV and movies now. Now, all mm. of a sudden, I'm getting revelation from movies and TV. It, it was coming everywhere. Mm. So so when I all I had to do was ask, and he released it. And, and that's when I <laughs> took it to a whole nother level when you talk about um, understanding that I got to fight sin a little bit better. Don't, yeah, yeah, I don't meet the mark every day, but I still fight to do the right thing each and every day. Listen, listen I, I'm glad you're fighting. Continue to, to fight on, fight on. Um, there are some people who feel like they've let God down. This is another reason why they stay stuck in regret. I might as well just stay here. You know, I'm already messed up. I already done did this. I've been doing this for so long. Let me just, you know, let me just wallow in this thing. And you know, the enemy really uses all the things that they are regretting to keep them in a state of depression and anxiety and also uh, addiction, you know, uh, absolutely being clear with you. But one of the things I would encourage people to do is if you want to make God happy, people are like I can make God happy. Yeah. Mm. If you want to if you want to make heaven rejoice, if you want the angels to be running around like they had Sunday service clapping on your behalf, screaming and shouting, you got Luke verse chapter 15 verse 7 Luke chapter 15 verse 7 says and I say unto you that likewise it will be joy in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over 99 which need no repentance or don't repent so all I'm saying is you need to paint that picture of really making your father in heaven happy making a host of angels rejoice at you simply repenting from a sin and regret like I said it's a sin because you get trapped up into a prideful stance of I I had the power to be better you didn't have the power to be better let's be very clear as you say you didn't have right. it not right. in your own will not in every, everything you can muster up you didn't have it and that's why you have to recognize God in this. Like, Lord, I need you. You know what I'm saying? I can't do this on my own. You know, I did that because I wasn't totally focused on you. Like, you really have to get into a repentive state and know that God is happy when you finally walk away from a sin. So it's like, if you know, hey, Lord, I know I, ha- I haven't been making you happy my whole life, but I really want to please you. You know what I'm saying? Like, repent. Repent. Turn away from that sin. Even if even the sin of constantly regretting the things you've done, like that's not setting you up for success every day when you're walking in the past. Like you need to be walking in faith, which is unseen. So it ain't what you already done. You already seen the mess you can make. 
Yeah. You yeah, already know true. how to, you already know how trifling you can be and what you can do and the damage you can cause. You know, that's why I tell people all the time, I'm a horrible person without Jesus. I know that. Please, y'all better always keep me up in the face. <laughs> I'm horrible. I am the meanest, most trifling, like most vindictive. Like just I I know me. Like I am I go for blood. You know, like when like I said, when the Bible said in and out, when I was sinning, I was sinning. There wasn't no fake sin. It was like I am all the how much more can I send today? Like, that's how, that's how I would wake up. Yeah, no, no, I'm already here. We're here now. You know, I used to tell my husband that. It's so funny when I first met him, when we would start arguing and I wouldn't back down. I'm like, no, we're here now. <laughs> she was like, yeah, you're going to regret that you walked yourself into this. But I'm, I'm fully aware that I'm about to take you on a roller coaster ride and you know, you stuck. I just strapped you in, brothers. <laughs> Hold on. But it's like, um, no, I, I, you know, you know you, and that's why I said, man, we need a powerful God who knows us. Our creator knows us. We got to trust God and know that we ain't supposed to be stuck on the things we didn't do correctly or the mistakes we made or where we missed the mark, you know what I'm saying? Or where we hurt somebody's feelings. I mean, I know people who've accidentally killed people, you know, and they come to me and they tell me, man, I really, every day, every day I live it. I was like, well, every day you need to give it to God. It was an accident. Yeah, that's good. You know, you, you, it was an accident. You know what I'm saying? God God knows it was an accident. You got to know it was an accident. You got to know that that person's in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? People regretting, oh, I should have said this to my kid because my kid killed himself. You think God didn't know they was on their way? Right, right. <laughs> it's like God knew they was showing up at 1230 on Friday. You didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But that's why we trust the Lord. It's like, God, I need the answers from you because I ain't got no answers down here. So um, not to get sidetracked on this regret thing, but you got to stop beating yourself up. Trust God and know, listen, life is good. If somebody's alarm clock is still going off right now. So if you got breath in your lungs and God woke you up today, it ain't over. That's good. It ain't over. Listen, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, we pray y'all enjoyed that convo today on regrets. We got to go to a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. We come to the end of another fun-packed show, Dice. And uh, how good <clears> was Shantae <throat> coming on here, blessing our lives today. Um, she kept it a buck, too, as well. I, I-, I could yeah. tell uh, it was some stuff she wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wasn't she wasn't expecting. I was like, yeah, yeah, come on, you get the fix. You can get free on here. You you can get, you can be free yourself and, and shame the tell the truth and shame the devil. Shame the devil. Go ahead and get free. Now she's listen. She will. I mean, but she's she's just from that crew, man. Like I like I was saying, you know, and I hated to, you know, really name drop earlier. You know, everything like I said from uh, Christopher Lewis. You know, like I said, Darlene McCoy, Christopher Moten, even um, Kjo. Like she's in. Like it's like we all were in that vein. Like growing up together musically, and even changing the game and being out of the box. And as you know, and as you saw, she's absolutely out of the box. There is no box for her. And uh, I'm just excited that. You know, the world is embracing her sound and that has been a fight, you know, just like a CHH fight with me. It's like, man, am I accepted over here? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm singing about the Lord. It's just pretty. It's really beautiful. It's like, are y'all okay with that? You know, so um, she's just changed the game, man. I'm just really, really proud of my sis. So that was a blessing to have her on here. Yeah, definitely a blessing. Yeah. How good was that conversation we had on regrets? 
when I tell oh, you Lord. it blessed my life. It, it blessed mm-hmm. my life. So like I appreciate our listeners, but y'all don't know me and Dice we get free on here. So mm-hmm. this is like I say this is really therapeutic for us. We we get a chance to come on here and uh, you know express our opinions, express revelation from what God has given us. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I'm in a good place, um, one thing I want to share again on regrets. Two years ago, everybody know who, who, who anybody who knows me knows. My, I, listen, my 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 big car. When I finally get uh, to the level I want to be, when I get that bag that I'm looking for, I'm going to get me a G class uh, Mercedes Benz G wagon uh, is, is what it's called. I, I'm pulling up. I'm, I'm I'm picking out the silver one with all the chrome options. AMG kit on it. Oh, Don't girl. play with it. Yeah, you know, it, it got to be silver. It got to have the chrome options. It got to be the AMG kit on it. Mm. And, and get out my way. V8, get out of my way. No, no, no. Listen, I ain't test driving nothing. Let's go get the paperwork. When, when I get that bag, like I want dice. I, no, I ain't got to test drive it. I'm riding it home. Just give it to me. Give me this. Yeah. Yeah, it it got to be. It got to be. It got to be the year of. It can't have more than a thousand miles on it. I, don't give me nothing with not, more than a thousand miles on it. Get out my way. But I'm, when I tell you, two years ago, I almost pulled the trigger on that dice. Let's be very what? clear. Two oh, years ago, I, 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 I test drive one of them jokers, and and I promise you. It took me looking at my wife. She said, it, 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 listen, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But <laughs> even though we can afford it, where would it put us in our goal list with where we're trying to go? You, you got the business jumping. You invest in this. You invest in that. Da, 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 da. So do we want to be house poor and Come just be able to ride around with it? Because we still can maintain everything. But Come ain't no now. savings. Ain't no putting up. If, if the furnace go out, you, you might scratch your head or two. You know, you might, you know, scr- you know, yeah. just, you know, because you because you got money invested into the business that you got to have allocated money just in case stuff happens. House mm. funds. So now mm. you get this larger car note. Where will mm. it take you? Now let's be very clear. Shouts out to uh, Mercedes Benz too as well because I might be coming to see y'all real soon. Ooh, Bless y'all okay. life. Um, the bag has changed from two years ago, Dice. To now. Well, Let's be very well, clear. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we paid some things off, so now, yes, I might be able to go have that conversation with Mercedes Benz now and look Ooh. at some G class options. Ooh, uh, so, shouts out to you, Benz uh, dealers. When I come to you and I pull up to you, make sure uh, you know you know that uh, yeah, I've been looking at these cars, these trucks for a long, long time, and I know we can do some good business together. <laughs> That's for any of my Mercedes Benz dealers uh, listening. In case they listening, Dice. Just in case they listening. You better shoot your shot. Up. Yeah, bless, bless. <laughs> life but I, but like i say i would have regretted it if i would have got it two years ago dice financially mm. i probably would have been you know restraint with what i could do with the business and everything else we had going on so it wasn't the time so mm-hmm. i would have regret getting that note then or buying that purchase then two years ago mm. but catch me up now dice well yeah we 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 we, 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 we tip, no no we tiptoe into a new bag category dice Coming real soon, you know. Listen, let's give them some quick news before we get out of here. Uh, listen, Ru- Ru- Russell, Russell, and Sierra Wilson expecting another baby, huh? I'm, I'm so proud of him. Like he is learning. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> I was listen when you said it. I was cheering him on. You understand what I mean? I'm like, bro. Listen, if you if you ever pick up that kind of trophy, you, listen, you do all the things you've been dreaming to do like nah you you made it you made it now go on and handle whatever you got to handle and i just think it's the cutest thing ever and uh I, shout out to atlanta all things atl you know uh sierra so i you know I don't know, it just makes me happy to see our people really have a comeback because she had it she was on her way kind of going the opposite direction there you know um concerning who she could have become you know and i think she realized her worth 
and was like, oh, I almost missed my, <laughs> almost missed one of my biggest blessings. So I think they just really compliment each other. I love watching them on their show. Um, they're just as cute as can be. And congratulations to both of you with that new boo, man. Must be nice. Yeah, yeah. We we, we got to talk about it again. I know we reported on no, it yes, sure. uh, uh, yesterday, but uh, the internet has gone crazy. So yeah, it was it was fresh yesterday, but it's it's out. If you have not seen the story of the large brawl uh, at the Alabama Alabama Riverboat brawl, yeah, yeah, out, yeah, it, it's dice. You gotta tell your little cousins to chill out. Like it's this is a serious matter, and I, and I ain't seen one serious comment or meme yet. All I've seen is your cousins and them act up and i even had to check up my cousin i say if you don't go get off that ticky ticky tocky doing that throwing your hats up and stuff it's too much the white chairs and stuff dice this is this is supposed to be serious dice there you go this is supposed to be serious this is the best thing that has happened in america uh all year long just the fact it's the simple fact this went exactly how it should have gone you know other than the brother getting jumped initially by so many people like this is how we we were we respond like this focus this is not a game like this is we respond like this now like please go ahead and pick on one of us you gonna have to deal with all of us and but to me this one was about the law you know I, i'm a fan of the law you know shout out to my dad he's a, a officer if somebody tell you you can't park here just don't park here and don't get mad nice. when i told you don't you know when i'm pushing your boat away or i'm towing your car you should have not parked where you were but it's the fact the internet has gone crazy they have viral videos nbc has played them cnn has played them this morning and they are hilarious people are reenacting they're calling this the uh, boston tea party like they are sitting here taking pictures with the, the chair was on um tiktok alone like as a as a memorial <laughs> but did you listen i thought i sent you the link but the one at the pool where everybody and i love this because it was black and white like people were like we got to flip this we don't want to turn this into what it normally turns into and it normally turns into a race a brawl a riot and i love the fact that america is so sick of that type of behavior they would rather go to tiktok and make some funny memes point out all the characters in the video um i saw where the lady had saved the one lady that they, they got pushed in the water I love the brother that swam across. You know, they were like, even though he swam a little far to the right, it's the fact he did that. People will not swim to come help you. Um, you know, it was just really good. Some of those guys actually worked there. They were irritated. They had worked on that boat. <clears throat> they got up off that boat, took that shirt off. I mean, I saw the skipping video where people were skipping, uh, you know, to go handle business together. This was, it was good. This was like a movie. I watched it. I watched that video over 200 times. I told you. And it's, it's, I love the fact they made it funny. Um, because we could still be, like I said, we could be, uh, you know, having a race brawl right now in Alabama where people are busting out windows at the local Gucci store, you know, like typically how sometimes we respond to stuff like this. We're not responding like that anymore. I think we're, we're, we're tired of it. <laughs> I think we're tired. <laughs> we're tired of it, but we want people to know, please stop messing with one of us. Yeah. Can so we definitely everybody. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We, we definitely gonna keep y'all abreast of this uh, story because we know what some legal, think? some legal, some legal issues gonna happen. But what did not, you think about I, it? I, though? Not, you didn't not, say no, nothing. I, I did nothing to say. You said enough. I think. <laughs> I think we need to take these things more serious because somebody could have seriously got hurt. And I get it. I get it that we try mm. to deflect from what you know and try to make it into something funny. But I don't know. I, I, I think we should stop having these situations. Because, yes, I pray the man is all right. So I ain't seen no reports of the man, um, his health conditions, because 
they were stomping that man. They were really physically assaulting that man. But that's what I'm saying. Man. But if that was so your like, child, like his, let's, oh, no. let's, let's keep it. Me. Let's keep it a thousand. Ain't nothing funny right now, guys. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like if your baby was out here, like I said, don't park, and you saw that, you'd be like, I swear. No, no. And I wouldn't be laughing about that. That's what I said. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be all into the you know doing the videos and stuff. No, no, no. This is serious matters. I want to make sure people understand. This is someone's loved one. We're praying for everybody in this altercation mm-hmm. that through mm-hmm. any punch that was stumped on that was whatever mm-hmm. because you know dice when you fight it, it's not you always it I, yeah. yeah yeah or some something seriously can happen to you i think oh, you yeah. can get have brain damage after oh, yeah. being stomped in the head and stuff oh, like yeah. that so oh, yeah. i'm just praying that everybody is okay and everybody can heal normally but <clears> i do i do want to see what happens to the four to five people that jumped on this guy because i think something should happen to them but this it was week- a family it was a family this is this is what and I, and shout out to all the non-black people who made comments they were like this ain't us like they were very clear on the internet yesterday like this is that family and the way you knew it was that family is because they all was okay with it like you know even you and me like even if we saw something kind of off you know, we're not blood relatives, but between you, me, your wife, or whoever, somebody would be like, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, we went on, just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, hey, hey, you need to chill out, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought this was a lesson. It's unfortunate. Um, I think they are handling the financial piece. The only reason why I say I enjoyed the laughing part was because typically afterwards, it's very tense, you know, like in the world, like this stuff affects people in in africa everywhere like all across the globe uk but the fact that everybody was like yeah this is what we saying like it's gonna be a problem if it's a problem so what 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 is it gonna be (laughs) yeah well that's our time for today ladies and gentlemen we're gonna get out of here uh we appreciate y'all rocking with us listen go out and be great today kings and queens come on tap in with us thirsting for the lord thursday tomorrow so you know we're gonna have uh another oh yeah another exclusive spiritual detox as well as come on these real talk conversations getting better and better each and every day as always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive jesus christ is always the answer kingdom advancement should always be the goal fixes in we out peace y'all